about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. My name is Art Cardos. And again, welcome to a program called All In With The Lord. We always talk about how to get closer and, and how to walk all in, in what Jesus taught us. But using it for real, not just talk. I think <clears throat> as we're witnessed, have witnessed from a, the newer generation of kids that don't want to go to what we call church, and who don't want to participate necessarily in the Bible or in the scriptures. We realize that we have, as a body, as a body of Christ, perhaps not demonstrated the fullness of what it is that God created us to do and to be. You know, the Bible tells us that we are made in His image and His likeness. What does that mean, first of all? Image and likeness, that's a pretty definite thing that it says in the Bible, in Genesis, book 1. It says that we are made in His image and likeness. We look like God. Image, the image of God. You are the very image of God. What's His likeness? What is it that makes him like us? Or what is it that makes us like him? I believe that that clearly defines that we can sense and feel everything that God senses and feels. We learn to understand what he has to deal with. Because he gave us the ability to feel like he feels. Did you ever feel frustrated with someone? Or frustrated with yourself? Well, you feel like God does. God wants to love you. That's what he wants. Do you need someone to love? In your life, is there someone who loves you? When you were younger... Did you desire someone to love you, to be with? There's a natural gravitation to be with someone, to love someone, to appreciate them. Now, there are many people who take that the wrong way and abuse the relationships. They get what they want. I believe that God has given us the ability to see exactly what happens when we get what we think we want. Did you ever want something so bad that you got it and then realized, maybe I didn't want this, or maybe it wasn't what you thought it was? Maybe that was a marriage. Maybe that was someone you thought, that's the person I want. And you got that person and then realized that wasn't the person you wanted. Why is that? 
because you didn't know everything about that person until you became intimate and got close enough to understand who that person was. Or maybe it was a car you wanted, or a job you wanted, or whatever. What is it that you wanted, that you got, that after you got it, you said, boy, enough is enough. I don't want this anymore. Let's talk about that. Because we talked about last week, goal setting. Setting dreams and goals and allowing the Holy Spirit to help you do that. I believe that the Word of God clearly teaches us that we really want God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I, I believe that. It clearly teaches we want His will. That's what God, Jesus taught us the prayer. Thy will be done. So what does that mean? That means that God had a plan for you and I, all of us, before we ever entered into this realm called earth. So, we entered into the realm, we were born. That's the only way you can get one of these earth suits. You have to be born, and you have to have a mother, a mothership, a mother incubator, a mother who actually bears the child. And then you're born. And you're born into this realm, into this earth, into this world. Now, back when God created Adam, he made him perfect in every way. I mean, Adam was perfect. Everything in Adam's body, in his mind, in his soul, in his spirit, was designed to fix itself, and to repair itself, and to create just like God, made in His image and in His likeness. God wanted each one of us of the species called man to learn what it feels like to create a world, to create your world. And Adam had a file in him, just like if you were building a new computer or a robot, you have to put in an operating system. God created an operating system. You have it, whether you like it or not. It's in there. It's corrupted. Until you accept Jesus, it's still corrupted. But you have an operating system that runs your heart, causes you to breathe when you don't even think about it, causes you to be hungry and eat, causes you to process everything you ate and expel it. It's automatic. You don't have to believe for the automation of what it takes to run the earth suit. But God gave each one of us a creative element to be just like Him. 
What good would it be if you weren't just like... That's what it says. You were created in his image and likeness. You are just like God. Now, you're not big G, but you are little G, and you are on this earth, in an earth suit, in a realm, where you are to learn how to create and then live with what you created. Some of people that I know aren't happy with what they created, yet they are the reason, you are the reason, I am the reason, that our world is what it is. We have been given the ability to be just like God. Is that so hard to comprehend? If you're made in His image and likeness, what is so hard to comprehend that God Almighty, the creator of every atom that exists, every element, created you to be like Him so that you could learn how it is to be Him? And that, that you could also realize and trust that what his will is, what his desire is for your life, would actually be the best scenario. So, let's talk about the scenarios. You're born into a family. That family was that family of mother and father, whoever they are, had a mother and father. And whoever they are had a mother and father all the way back, all the way back to Adam. When Adam bit from that apple and took information, the database that Lucifer implanted into the, the original file that God put in there, the operating system, he, it was corrupted. And Ever since then, that whole creative process that God wanted us to be able to be just like Him and create still works, but people don't know how to operate it. The original intent was that it operated instantly every day whenever you needed it. But... The corrupted data that Lucifer implanted, the doubt. Here's the, here's the big one. Did God really say? Did he really say that if you eat from this tree, that doubt, that doubt, well, maybe, maybe God doesn't know everything. When that doubt entered in, <coughs> It is the element of one sliver of doubt that entered in, and that one sliver of doubt corrupted an absolutely functioning creative system <coughs> that just knew that if I believed, if I wanted something, it would come. And it wouldn't take hours, it wouldn't take weeks, it wouldn't take months, and it wouldn't certainly take years. It would 
manifest itself because I was created with an operating system whose job it was to simply do that, to do it. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Doubt was the main ingredient that Lucifer put a wedge between Adam and God, and Adam doubted God. That's right, he doubted him. And said, well, maybe it doesn't always work like that. Maybe I should know everything. And he ate from the tree of knowledge, knowledge of good and evil. What's the evil? The evil was maybe you won't live forever. Maybe you can't always get what you want. <clears throat> maybe you need to see how that works. God created us in his own image and likeness. Man, then being born from Adam all the way through, we have been given a generational program, boot up program, that gets worse and worse and worse over the years. Because the one that Adam knew he doubted, and then he said, well, I don't know how it, if it always works. And, but the creative substance, this body that God gave us, always repairs itself. It was made to repair itself. How does it do that? First of all, there is an invisible realm on this earth and in heaven, but you can't see it. And when God originally put the file the operating system in you, that before it got corrupted, that file, all it had to do, all Adam had to do was request what he wanted in the invisible part that we can't see. The quantum, the atomic and subatomic. You can't see it, but it's there. Scientists know it's there even, and they're not so bright about all this stuff. But it's there. It's an invisible realm to your eyes. And when you request, and when Adam requested something, it just immediately manifested. Why? Why did it immediately manifest? Because there was no doubt. There was no doubt about it. God demonstrated it to Adam. Adam saw how it worked. It just worked. If he could think it, speak it, and imagine it, boom. A copy would manifest right here. Now, you know, I'm going to talk in terms of copies because a lot of us have computers. Do you ever copy a file from one computer to another or from a computer to a memory stick? You're copying a file. Does it, is it the same file? Yes. So, if God prepared copies of everything you'll ever need in this planet, in the invisible realm, and all you had to do is reach in and copy it, and boom, print, hit print, 3D print, or hit 10D print, whatever God is creating 100D, and it would just manifest in the earth. 
until someone had a better idea that put it into Adam that maybe that doesn't work that way and maybe you should know how that works before you use it. Adam learned and God returned and said to him, you will have to now toil and work and do it the hard way because you shut off. You shut it off. The part of you that could instantly, I'm talking instantly, manifest because that's the original intent God had. <clears throat> so you shut it off. So Adam, now shut that off and passed on, passed on, passed on to you and I all the way down. How shut off is it? And that's why <clears throat> Jesus had to come and do a demonstration <clears throat> of what it would be like if you could bypass the shutoff that Adam put in place. How do you do that? And it's by faith. But Jesus had to come and demonstrate it and then show us how to we could get it back to where Adam had before the fall. So what happens really? What happens scientifically? What happens in the quantum world when you finally come to a place where you say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my life and do something with it. I have tried. I've messed it up. I can't do this without you. Well, he already knows that. God knows it because Adam shut off that part. He put doubt into you. And generation after generation, that doubt became more doubt to where it became so not sure. I'm not sure what God said. You cannot access that realm and make the copy of what you want if you don't actually believe it's there. If you don't believe a copy exists on your computer, you won't even look for it to copy it. I hope you get this, because this is a simple way to get the idea that you are made just like God. This I don't care who you are, how sick you are, how poor you are. That's the gospel. The gospel is, I came for the poor and the sick and the lonely. <coughs> to tell you, hey guys, girls, you don't have to be like that anymore. There is a way to reconnect to the tree of life. So what really happens? What really scientifically, if you could see it, happens when you say to Jesus, okay, Jesus, I don't understand the whole thing, but I know you came and you lived. It's history. It's written. I don't care who tries to tell you it's not written. It's written. It's history. He was crucified on a cross, and he did a lot of things in his short 33 years here. 
But then he was crucified, died, the Bible tells us, went into hell, defeated Satan however he had to do it, on every level, rose from the dead, picked up his body, and left. And he was the firstborn from the dead, reborn. Now, when he came into the earth, he didn't have the earthly father. It was by faith that Mary received him. So his operating system, his file downloaded in him prior to birth, was not corrupted. He understood the true operating original system that God intended, and he was able to live it. It wasn't corrupted because it didn't come from Adam. It didn't come from Abraham. He was through the lineage, but he was not born of a man. He was born of a woman who is the host that hosts the body. But the seed and the original operating system file was in him, not the corrupted one from Adam. And as he developed and realized, and always knew, but realized who he was and how the plan was, he knew the plan before he came and recalled it and he did the plan while he was here, communicating directly with our Father, just like Adam did before he fell. He would walk with God. God would walk with him. And God walked with Jesus. And Jesus walked with God, just like Adam. And guess what? That's why the Bible calls him the second Adam. The second Adam. Wow. Is that possible? Yes, it is. And it is. And it is. Now, Jesus comes to restore our operating system by making a demonstration, an open demonstration of all things being possible. The blind to see, the maimed to grow back things, to the poor, to not be poor anymore, but to be blessed and to have things happening in their life. Sure, the sick ones were the easy ones to see, but there were tons of miracles from every aspect of it. So many so that people were... If he walked into the town, hundreds of people would say, He's here! What would you liken it to today? I don't know. Someone who just gave away money and always went from town to town giving away money. And people would just flock to that person when they came to town. Well, Jesus gave away more than money. He gave away money. That's why he had a treasurer. And that's why they had a sack with, which was always filled. But he gave away health along with it. And people could hardly believe it. They would just flock to him. Flock to him. Why? He was made in the image and likeness of God and operating the way we were supposed to. And then, back to how do we get to be restored, 
Jesus, come into my life. What happens scientifically? A new operating system in a zip file is downloaded into you when you say those words. Satan can't stop it. He can't stop it because Jesus brought the system to get it. And all you have to do is accept him as your Lord and Savior. Believe he was the Son of God. Believe he died on the cross. Believe he descended into hell, rose from the dead. Believe it. Just accept it. You may not know anything else, but you accept and believe that. You say, Father, I believe that. I want that. At that moment, a a new operating system is downloaded in you. It's in what I call a zip file. If you know what a zip file is on a computer, it is a file that contains huge amounts of data, but it has to be unzipped in order to use that file. And inside of that file that was downloaded in each one of us who accepted Jesus, it was open just enough so that you begin to ask questions of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And you are the only one that can unzip that file with the help of the Holy Spirit by asking and knocking and requesting. So what happened at that point? At that point, the tree of life, that Adam and Eve were eating from before they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree of life that they were eating from is now a seed planted inside of you in that file. And you have to decide to stop eating from the world's tree of knowledge of good and evil and all the corruptness that was passed on and start eating only from the tree of life. It's in you. Jesus is in you. The tree of life is in you. God is in you. The Holy Spirit is in God got it into you. He had a plan, but you have to participate. Just like Adam had to say, give me the fruit, let me try it. You've got to say, Jesus, come in, deliver me from the fruit that Adam ate. Take away from me the desire to know everything, both good and evil. I know you'll show me the good someday, but take away my desire to figure it all out and allow me to operate the system by which I am healed by which I have, I have all that I need for the day, and, of course, eternal life. That is the original intent that the Creator of the universe had for each one of us. So every single person who thinks they have a better way, you're wrong. And you will never, ever, be able to tap into the fullness of the tree of life, which includes eternity in heaven, not hell. You don't want eternity in hell. You will have eternity, 
The one thing that when God created each one of us, he created us to live forever. It's where you spend the forever that matters. Now, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk more about how you plugging into the truth, the Word, can reform, transform, and be just like Jesus, made in the image and likeness of God. We'll be right back. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. And we're back. We are talking about how we are intricately made in the image and likeness of God. Do you believe that? Do you dispute the first book of the Bible? Do you? Do you dispute that you're made in his image and likeness? And that do you think for one second God's image and likeness is weak, broke, busted, sick, disgusted? People are waiting for aliens to show up on this planet. You're the alien. God made you. He put you here. You are perfect. When God made you and made man and woman, he mo made the most magnificent creation ever. And then he gave us the ability to feel like him, think like him, free will, and create. And that's how we got in the mess that we're in. <laughs> because we think we know better. That's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, let's talk about how to activate the other tree. The other one, that when you accepted Jesus, the seed, the mustard seed, was planted into you. And it grows up to be bigger than all the trees with much shade and much ability to, to have much fruit. It's in you. Now you have to water it. You have to allow it to grow. How do you do that? Well, let's talk about that. Because inside of us is now both the tree of life and the tree of knowledge and good and evil. We got both. The Bible says clearly, I put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose what? Cursing? Choose what? Blessing. Life? Death? You want to choose death? People do. They choose to die. They don't even want, people commit suicide 
They don't know what they're doing. That fight, that original operating system was so corrupt, and the families that they came from, not showing love and all the things, people feel hurt, alone. God made us in his image and likeness. <clears throat> choose life. Okay, let's assume you do choose life. And you said, Jesus, come in to my life today. I want, I make something out of me. I don't know what to do. Okay, hold that thought. Because I agree with you. You don't know what to do. But God does. So, Father, thank you for redeeming me, paying again a second time for me, because you pay, you made me originally, and then you paid for me. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming me from the pawn shop, from redeeming me from Lucifer's shop, whatever you want to call it. So now I'm with you. What, how do I tap in? How do I get to use all the good tools and all the good things you've given me? How about asking that question? Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you shall find. Keep on knocking. Don't quit knocking. Right? That's what he said. Now, inside of us is the tree of life. How does that operate? Well, that's what we want to know. If you look at your life around you right now, and you don't have, on a regular basis, not necessarily a big bank account, but if you don't have everything you need to live life, you are not tapping into, you're not tapping into the tree of life. You're still chewing on the knowledge of good and evil. Knowledge, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So many people have become victims because they believe it's true. Where the government must take care of you. Or I just don't have enough, therefore I just get by. You're creating in your mind and you have created, who you think you are. But you have not necessarily created who God thinks you are. Who does God think you are? Does he think you are broke, busted, sick, disgusted? The hospitals are full of people. Bankruptcy courts are full of people. Today, fuel prices, electric prices, everything out of control. Do you think that Almighty God, who created you with the ability to manifest whatever you need, never a shortage, wants you to live that way? Of course not. But the world does. The world is actually manufacturing shortages. Why would they do that? Because they want to control the victim. You. And if you can't buy it, or if you can't afford the trip, you won't travel. If you can't <clears throat> afford the car, you won't buy it. Therefore, they can control what kind of car you drive. They can control what kind of house you live in. They can... Why? Because there are those people who think they're in control of making sure that planet Earth will never go away because it is their duty to protect it, like they even know how. 
They have no clue. Let me tell you about global warming. Hell is going to be very much global warming. And I'll give you another thought on global warming. Global warming is not coming from what they all say it's coming from. It's coming from sin. It's coming from people who just want to take and steal and hurt. And it's crazy. So let's go back to the tree of life for you and I. Does that mean you could have whatever you want, anytime you want, and not have these other things that these other groups are trying to manufacture happening? Would that not affect you? The answer is yes. You can have anything you want, anytime you want, when you allow yourself to believe that. You have been trained. Oh, we have been trained. We have been since childhood trained not to expect too much. <clears throat> Sit down. Don't rock the boat. Too many chiefs. Not enough Indians. Just do what you're supposed to do. Go to work. Pay your bills. Don't ask for too much. That is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is when you walk in a room and anyone else in that room has a need, you bring the kingdom into that room. If you're not doing that, you have not released the kingdom inside of you. This program is challenging anyone listening <clears throat> to wake up and know who you are. Who did God make you to be? Why don't you ask him? Father, before you made the earth, the foundation of it, you had a plan for me. What was that plan? I trust you that your plan will be the best choice for me. So, Father, please reveal it to me and help me to achieve what you have originally destined for me because I know it's the best. Now, see, that's, that is a, a message that's resounding through heaven. When you get to heaven, off this planet, back out of here, you will know that you know that you know that you don't want to come back to earth the way it is. You will know that you want God's will to be done. And you won't ever question it again. If you questioned it, if you still question it, I hear people all the time thinking God is making them sick because he's going to teach them something. If God wanted you sick, you'd have been sick when you were born. He didn't make you to be sick. He didn't make you to be poor. You came into an, a corrupted world with a corrupted operating system that's telling you this is the way it is. Rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Listen, we are children of the almighty creator of the universe. So how do we get back? Okay, back to the tree of life. Back to it. How am I going to tap in? What do I do, Art? Well, first of all, you have to determine that there is a tree of life in you, and you've got to water it. How do you water it? By reading the Word. There's only one truth in this realm. God got it in here. It is the Word of God, the Bible. It is the Bible. Don't read it religiously. Take your head out of the religion and read it like a book that was written by a manufacturer who made you the manufacturer's handbook who wrote stories so you could understand, so that he, when you pondered the stories, he could unzip the file that's inside of you a little more and give you what's known as revelation knowledge, so that you can then begin to manifest and live like Adam did before the fall. 
So once you had received Jesus, your name is written in the, is in the book of life, and it's not coming out, but now you have to unzip that file to actually gain what the blessing is. Or you might still choose to live under the curse, which so many Christians do. Say no. I'm not living under the curse. I'm not living broke anymore. I'm not living sick anymore. I don't, I, I don't uh, uh, say that I'm not in that condition right now. I, I'm not denying it, but I'm denying its right to exist in my life. It doesn't have the right to exist in a child of God's life. So now we have to determine... We have to become determined to only eat from the tree of life, to only believe what God says. We have to become determined. So we have to use determined faith. So we have to believe that tree is in there. You can't see it because it's at a quantum level. (coughs) It's deep inside. (coughs) You have to believe it's there. How do you do that? By reading the Word, because the Word tells us in the whole Bible, every part of it, is put together by the Holy Spirit. There is not one thing that's wrong in there. It's written in parables. It's written in stories. So that when you read the story, it opens your mind to say, you mean that's possible? And once you say, is that possible? The file can unzip a little bit and feed you a little bit of how that works. Now, unfortunately, some people get so far along in their life even in sickness or death, that they can't even begin to get a glimpse of what God intended because they're so beat down. We understand that. I understand that. God understands that. But we got to help. So we have to get out there and help those. If you are someone, I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're 95 or 90 or 80 or 70, 60, 50, or whatever age you are, 60, 40, 30, 20, your job, is number one, to get the tree of life operating inside of you, and two, to share it with others, to let them know there's actually a better way. So let's go back to what we determine by faith. You could redesign your entire life. You can redesign whatever your life is right now. I don't care if it's a good marriage, bad marriage. I don't care if you're not married, looking for somebody. I don't care if you're broke. I don't care if you're sick. You can redo your life. How do you do that? decide and become determined that it's going to change. Why? Because it can. Well, how do you know it can? Because the Word says so, and I'm no longer eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Make a determined effort not to eat from the tree of good and evil. The one that's telling you you can't overcome it. You can't change your situation. If you get to the point in life where you absolutely are so weak and you can't, then praise God, He will take you out of here, and you will be in eternity with Him. But while you're still here, give it a shot. And if you have plenty of money, and you say, well, you know, I've, I've really laid up, my, you know, for me, what I need here on earth. Really? How about others around you? Have you laid up your treasures in heaven by helping them to lay up their stuff, to have them more than enough? I mean, I've run into people like that, where they say, I got enough, I'll make it. So what? Your treasure is from teaching others and helping others to make it. Good, Good deal, man. You're not under the financial pressure. 
give some away. That's what Jesus said to the rich young ruler. Yeah, you want to you wanna do it right? Give it away, and today I will provide for you 100-fold return whatever you need, any time you need it. It will manifest. All right, what's this manifest thing? That means things show up that you didn't see coming. When you have determined faith, determined faith. So what does that mean? Okay, number one, if there's any part of your body that needs healing, you need to begin to imagine and see it already repaired and make a copy. In your file is a copy of the perfect body that you're living in. And you need to copy it out of that file onto you. You need to go in there and say, Father, I received that perfect copy of me, the way you designed me from my youth, and I'm picturing that copy recopying itself into my body. And thank him. That's in there. The perfect you is inside of you. The perfect you is in that file. The access to it is granted by Jesus. By faith, determined faith. Be determined. Do not back off. Do not get weak. Do not stop. Do not think you have to wait. It can copy in moments. Did you notice that when Jesus did the healings, they were done then. He got people to believe (coughs) They didn't know how. They didn't know any of the stuff we're talking about. But they believed if he was there, somehow this was going to happen. That is removing the doubt. If you can remove the doubt for a second, whatever you want will happen. Momentarily, momentarily, it must it come to pass. I mean within moments. Within moments, it must come to pass. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you have given us access to instant manifestations because you have placed within us the tree of life that reconnects us to the Father, just like Adam was in the beginning. But we have to use determined faith. That means whatever we ask for, we are determined. It's done. It's done. It's done. Don't let anything in your head tell you it's not done. Don't let any passing thought of doubt stop you from knowing it's done. Need a healing? Know it. Thank you, Jesus. You paid for it. I got it. It's done. Need money to pay bills? Father, I receive that money. I receive debt free. Manifest in my life. I know it. I take it. I believe it. I receive it. Jesus paid for it. And I take it by faith. And I'm determined. I'm determined. I don't care what happens. But Art, what happens if it doesn't come today? Do the same thing tomorrow. And the same thing tomorrow. And the next day. Because knock and it shall be open. Keep on knocking as if it's done. We're fighting a system that was corrupted by the enemy. But God has replaced in you the operating system that he originally intended to operate this earth. You want to change the government? Then change the way you believe the government is. 
You can change it from home. You can change the decisions. All we have to do as Christians is agree and get in the word. I don't want to hear what you think. I don't care about what your opinion is of me. I want to know what God's word is. And if you don't want to know what God's word is, you won't be interested in talking to me. That's all that matters to us. God's word manifesting instantly in us. Remove the doubt. Remove the weariness. Remove the tiredness by praising God and knowing that he went through a lot of effort to get that file in you. It's in you. If you accepted Jesus, you got it. The tree of life is it. Now feed it. Get in the word. Night and day. Get in the word. Thank him. Write down what you want. Start imagining it done and don't doubt. Just believe, be determined. I refuse to quit. I refuse to quit. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to quit. I believe and I receive. I believe and I receive. Art, you sound like, you know, name it and claim it or whatever. No, I'm accessing the tree of life that Adam had access to. It's inside of you. It's inside of me. When will you access it? For some Christians, you won't access it until you leave this planet. And God says, it was always there. And will you be disappointed? Yes, because you could have stayed here longer. You could have been healed. You could have been wealthy to the point where whoever needs money, you're there to help them because you're operating the tree to receive the money, to receive the health. Of course, eternal life. You don't want to spend eternal life in hell, so you accepted Jesus. That's the smallest part of the gift, but the, oh no, it's a major part of the gift, excuse my words, because you're going to spend eternity with God. But that, there's so much more to open here in the earth. Now, we're in 2023. This is a year where God wants to unzip that file faster than ever before. He wants you to cry out to him. Don't be religious. Oh, just don't keep repeating the same prayer over and over again, thinking that he didn't hear you the first time. God isn't hard of hearing. Decide what you want. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you decide. Write it down as crystal clear as you can. Why? Because we have to be able to imagine it. Then allow your imagination to see it done. And when these thoughts come, these fiery darts that tell you, you can't get healed from that. You can't have that kind of income. You can't help others. Take those, just take the faith shield and knock them down. Your determined faith. You must predetermine your faith. It's not, oh God, I hope you hear my prayer. I pray that you'll heal me. Oh, I'm begging you, Lord. No, way past that, guys. God has given you, he's given you the image and likeness of him. He's not begging, and neither are you. He gave it to you. He gave you the ability to be like him, talk like him, decree like him. Do it, and and battle the doubt to get out of my mind. Doubt, you have no place. Fear, get out. Fear is imagining the worst. Faith 
determined faith is imagining the best and like a bulldog locking onto it with your teeth, you will not let go. I will keep on. I don't care. I'll no matter. I expect it today. I expect it now. I was always now. It's, you ever notice now is always now. So if I, you start saying, I expect it now. I expect my healing now. I expect my healing now. And you keep saying that. You keep saying that. The now will become now. It will no longer take time. Oh, you might, if, and I'm telling you, if it didn't happen the first minute, the first hour, keep saying it. First day, I don't care how long it takes. It's now. Now faith. It's always now faith. We must be living in the now. And this is a battle. This is the mental gymnastic. Satan got in there through all of our relatives, all of our upline people that were here before us and were born through. It's okay. It's not their fault. But you have an opportunity to change, to change you, to change your environment, to bring the Garden of Eden here and to take it wherever you go. Will you accept the challenge or will you remain broke, busted, sick, disgusted? while the tree of life is just sitting there inside of you, waiting for you, crying out for you. It's time. It's time for you and I to be delivered from the evil of this present world. No weapon formed against you will prosper, for your righteousness is of the Lord. But whatever you do will prosper, for you are a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Where are those rivers? Inside of the file, inside of you. Take it out of the Bible, and it opens the file in you. And the rivers of living water are flowing. I put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you may live. I came that you could have life and have it more abundantly. That's what Jesus said. It's time. It's time for the church to know who they are. Restored to where Adam was. This is the year God wants to do that in your life. Will you let him? Thanks for joining us. We're done. Out of time. Have a great week. I'll see you next week on All In with the Lord. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time.